Welcome to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'm your host, Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. Stick around. It's going to get weird, as always. Thanks again for stopping by for another episode of the Gonzo Chronicles. This is Cyrus Alderwood, and tonight we have a really awesome guest. Jane Bunker is joining us here on the, on the Gonzo Chronicles. Jane is a psychic medium from New Mexico. Hey, Jane, thanks for coming on and, and doing the show tonight. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Tomorrow's Halloween. What are you doing to celebrate? Well, I have kids, so, you know, I have to do the traditional... Uh, trunk or treat, as it is nowadays, or trick or treat. <laughs> yeah, trunk or treat's fun. I've seen it last two nights in town. I found out what's going on when my town is suddenly busy. Like uh, you can normally you see a, a, a tumbleweed going across the street. Now busy, busy as hell. But that's okay, I guess. Everybody has a sweet tooth. So, are you dressing up, or is it just your kids? Oh, just my kids. <laughs> You can, you know, you could, as a psychic medium, you could dress up and carry like a crystal ball with you. I could. You totally could pull that off. So I might, I might do some face makeup or something or, or do the, I like, I like how you said that. I'll, I'll do the hoop earrings and the crystal ball. Yeah, that, that, that's a way to do it. If you're, you know, so for those who don't know what a psychic medium is, um, t- tell us a little bit about what, what that is and, and how that's impacted your life. Okay, so there's a lot of different phrases. Um, some people are just psychic. Some people are just mediums. Um, I happen to be a good mix of both. Um, so I'm going to define each one separate. Okay. Mediums specifically work with spirits or they speak to the deceased. So spirits that usually again is deceased but um you can talk to angels spirit guides um ascended masters from the past uh and then again deceased so that would be mediumship uh it's more like a communication in the language that you're used to Um, psychics, they get, instead of more, um, communication, it's information. Okay. So they get information from the past, present, or future. And there's different kinds of techniques they use. The three main ones are clairvoyance, which is clear seeing, clairaudient, which is clear hearing, and clairscience, which is clear feeling. Um, and so they use all of those different avenues to tap into the information. So then when you combine the two as a psychic medium, you're able to just read energy, basically. You're, you're able to pick up telepathy from spirits and also just the energetic information that's out there um, in the past, present, or future. So my, I can do all of them, but my strength is the clairvoyance. I'm a very visual, I use the visual techniques. And so I see uh, energy in symbology and forms. And that's how I do 
I do most of my readings um, is through my clairvoyance. Now, when you say in symbology and forms, what do you, what do you mean by that? Like when mm. you dream, you see in pictures. When you see a movie, you see it in pictures. Uh, so I will literally have like movie scenes or visuals okay. uh, pop up in my imagination, you would say, or like daydreaming. But it's actually happening, like it's happening while I'm awake. So I'm very aware of picking up those visuals. And then all I do is interpret them. So this would be kind of like what in Native American lore, they'd say if somebody had a vision. And it could yeah. be something of the future or something of the past that's trying to relay a message now. But not ever, like people go their entire life and never have a vision and then suddenly have one. And then some will have them all the time. Okay. Correct. So a psychic, when somebody says a psychic vision, that's, that's what they're talking about. When, when did you first realize that you, that's what you were experiencing instead of just like maybe thinking you were dreaming or daydreaming or something? When did you realize it was something more than that? Well, I, it, it was about when I was seven years old. I, I actually um, had very strong, vivid dreams, <clears throat> but that wasn't, that wasn't the catalyst. Um, I actually would wake up from my dreams with my eyes completely open and I would be seeing images of the, like, I guess the energy was showing itself to me in the house. And I would, I would literally see like it, they're not ghosts, but I would see like spiders or mice or things that were not there. And so this happened at a very young age, but I didn't, like you said, when did I realize um, so these were early on experiences for me, but I didn't realize what it was until I was about 26 or 27 years old. So this was happening to me and it, I couldn't really explain it. So I never really harnessed it, kind of brushed it under the rug <laughs> for most of my young adult life. Um, and it wasn't I, again until I was about 26 that I um I went to just a psychic fair for fun uh ended up meeting uh, a Reiki master and taking one of the courses not for Reiki but uh, just one of a spiritual development course and that's when I started to get the definitions and understand what was happening to me and also realize that it's not normal for everybody. So I thought, you know, I didn't see anything special about it. So I never dug into it until it was really shown to me, explained to me, and I was able to express it and talk about it, I guess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What, what did you think it was before then? Um... <laughs> Well, I came from a very religious background. So my family just, they were like, you know what? It's, it's your mind playing tricks on you. It's spirits and such and such. And we're just going to pray for you. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like my family could not explain it to me. And so I did. I just thought it was like all in my imagination. Now, one thing you told me before we started the interview in the, in the, in the talking before was that um, you lived in an old Victorian home that you said that was haunted as a kid. Now, you didn't see anything, but like, t uh, tell us a little bit about that and that experience, yeah. and I guess how the family reacted to that, too. Yeah, that, that was after. So when I was about 10... Uh, we moved to Kansas and we actually ended up um, buying, I guess, one of the original Victorian houses that was built in the town that we moved to. Mm -hmm. So everyone knew it was haunted. I guess this house kept selling over and over. Nobody could stay in there longer than three to four years. Um, but, you know, my it was, that's why it was, I guess, sold for so cheap. So my parents, we got it and they wanted to renovate it and all sorts of things. Um, but it was known 
were being haunted and the whole town knew, I guess there was a, a death um, that occurred there and it was a child that had passed away. <clears throat> there was some, some kind of accident involving the, the kid um, falling out of the second floor window and, and basically, you know, rolling off the roof. Um, and so I never saw the spirit of that child, but there was a huge energy on the second floor there. We, anything that my, my family would see or feel or things that would occur, it would all be on the second floor. So yeah, we were all very aware that there was something going on. Um, but it was more for me, it was more of the, um, the clairsciance. So it was more feeling, picking up the emotions. Did your family saw the spirit? Yes, my brother and sister and my mom, they all claimed to, to have seen it in the, the upstairs bathroom. It was always in the bathroom, <laughs> like in the tub. <laughs> Well, that's uh, when you're most vulnerable. That's when you see a ghost. Right? <laughs> right. Uh, we've all seen Psycho. Let's, yeah, let's not go there. The shower's <laughs> terrible, terrible stuff. It's, so all of bad things happen in the bathroom. Is <laughs> uh, it always the case? So <laughs> I wanted to kind of like a couple of listeners were wanting to get a psychic reading from you, and uh, so we had a couple of people that were chosen, and uh, you want to go ahead and uh, give them a reading, and and I guess explain. Like what, what these readings are and how, how you go about doing these so that, you know, those who aren't getting a reading all understand like the, the steps in the process. Yes, of course. And then, and those of you that want a reading later, um, <clears throat> we'll, we'll let you know how to contact me so you can get a reading. Um, I did. Yeah. We have two volunteers. One of them has a specific question. The other one, it's just kind of general, uh, so one thing that I've really fallen in love with, again, this is just a tool, is the tarot cards. Again, because I'm big on the clairvoyance and the visuals, the tarot cards are all um, similar to a regular deck of cards, but with lots of images and pictures. And then, so through these pictures, it tells a story. Like I said, with the movies or the daydreams, yeah. So I'm just going to use the tarot cards um, and do a short reading for each of the, the guests. And this is my Halloween treat and a Halloween gift to all of you. And so, yeah, I, I hope you guys enjoy and maybe get a reading on your own someday. So I... So the first guest is Alicia Linderman from New Mexico. All right. Thanks, Alicia, for doing this with us. So Alicia is, uh, she contacted me and is wanting to ask a specific question about work. Uh, I don't know anything more except for that. Uh, she wants to know about work options or an information about you know whether she should stay or leave or what what's going on so intuitively I definitely feel I'm going to pick two cards the one is going to represent like the job she's at or where she it would represent the energy if she was staying where she's at the second card would re represent if she leaves where she's at and would also represent uh, a possible other job so again I don't know uh, what other job this is or could be for her but the cards will definitely give me information that she needs to hear to help her make the best decision so, hopefully since you're not actually questioning the person as you go through this is what's called a blind reading is that right yeah it's like yeah it's like a cold reading and I don't have a lot of information <clears throat> on her or her life or what's going on so all the information coming through is just meant for her and, um, 
And also, yeah, I'm just giving flat information. I don't, I'm not getting any feedback. I'm not getting any, um, of course, hopefully she will feedback and give you guys confirmation in the comments. Uh, and that way you guys can all witness her testimony. But yeah, I'm just doing a blind cold reading right now. Okay. And for those who want to read the comments, when we're finished, actually the, the podcast will be posted up on the Facebook page for the Gonzo Chronicles. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash Gonzo Barry Dick. Yeah. I said that. So um, the link for the pod beam will be right there. Um, or if you want to leave it on, you know, your on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, you're welcome to leave comments there too. Okay. Alicia. I picked two cards. Uh, the first one representing where you are now is the four of swords and the second card and we'll go into these in detail the second card is the knight of wands so representing where you are now the four of swords um four you're definitely questioning your stability because four usually represents represents the number of like stability, you think of a table with four legs. It, it's what is, uh, is grounding that object. But with swords, that represents kind of like uh, mental thoughts, frustrations, conflict. So you're definitely in conflict right now about your stability of where you are. So I could look into that. We can see what is causing that instability, but I'm just gonna look at what the card, it almost feels like you're at peace, but there's, there's chaos around you. And so it's like, you kind of feel trapped by that energy of chaos and it's not comfortable anymore. You're, you're, you're feeling like almost the, the energy and chaos and emotions of others are like starting to just kind of flood onto you and you're starting to feel a little swamped and I'm getting this like it's like concaving, right? So you feel like you're in this trapped bubble and it's, it's more just about, you're not in any real true harm, but going on in your mind and the thoughts and all this stuff going on with other people, it's just too much. And you'd rather not be in that position that you are in right now. So we could look at, again, I don't see you, it doesn't feel like it's that bad of a place that you're at right now, but I can see how if it's affecting you mentally, then that's not the right place for you to be. Um, but you aren't in any real danger. What I'm trying to say is this can be fixable with communication. So I feel like it's something that it's, not truly harmful for you. It can be fixed if you choose to. Um, so that is an option to stay where you are, but things do need to shift and you do need to communicate what's going on or what you're seeing going around, uh, going on around you for that to be fixed. And even if they're willing to fix it. So then the second card, the Knight of Wands, that would be the option. That would be the energy or what I would see around if you were to leave your current job. So it could represent a new job or it could just represent the, the feelings you have of freedom without the job that you're currently at. So usually with wands, it's a very spiritual energy in nature. So this could be something that you're really considering uh going deeper into a new career or area that is result 
it kind of, it takes on more of a spiritual approach for you, getting in touch with more of a spiritual vision, maybe something you haven't done before. And that's why you're feeling very uneasy or it's something that you have done, but not as a career. And so you're feeling very uneasy about the next steps or even how to get that to go about. <laughs> but I see like in this card specifically, the knight is on top of a lion. There's three fox like running around with them. So it's just like, there's all these spirit guides and all these assistants and angels or um, animal guides. It's like, you're not gonna be alone if you do take that leap and you will be shown and given the right path and right direction to go. But this card doesn't necessarily um, say that you'll be succeeding right away. It, it actually definitely feels like a shift of energy and then a growth period or a learning period. So I definitely feel like I'm getting, I'm getting the, not right now. I think it would be stronger for you to sit in the space of considering the future a little bit longer, maybe do some prep work before you leave your current job to really have like a, a better bridge to that next step. The next yep. step will be, yeah, the next step is going to be very positive, but I feel like some other things need to happen first before it'll be like a really positive transition and not so jolting. Does that make sense? So yeah, I guess. Are, are you maybe trying to tell her like, you know, even if she takes the opportunity that's there now, it may not be the best opportunity. So the grass isn't always greener on the other side, but maybe pick and choose your opportunities. Like, patience sometimes a virtue yeah like get more information ha just and i'm not seeing a lot of pa like not a long time but just a little bit more patience i want to say like sit with it for at least three more weeks <laughs> does that make sense it's like don't like sit with it um or that could even be three more I'm, I'm getting three so it's like or even three more months I don't know how much longer she can take it, but yeah, it's to really create a solid bridge. I'd be curious to, to know what Alicia does for a living and um, what her thoughts are on the, on the number three that kind of keeps coming up for you. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. Alicia, so please let us know. I'll be looking in the comments, Alicia. <laughs> yeah. So but before we get into the next person for uh, that wanted a reading, um, as you've kind of developed this since you kind of accepted it in your mid twenties, what have you done to kind of develop and kind of hone this, this process to make sure that you've been able to help people that have come to you because you have a, um, a Facebook page, like a spiritual page that I'd love for you to talk about too. And maybe how that's kind of helped connect with people. Yeah, I immediately, jumped into this, I have never looked back. <laughs> like once I knew what I was doing, it was so empowering because I was able to understand and really get information about my life for my life from me, <laughs> you know, like, instead of everyone else telling me what to do or how to live. So it was something I really jumped into. Um, I moved to Egypt. I lived there for three years. I really studied that the spiritual culture of it. Um, but I got a lot of practice as well. So before, before I, I knew about my clairvoyance or my psychic mediumship, I was a massage therapist therapist for about 10 years at that point. So I was already in the healing and I was already doing the, the energy work, just not understanding it. So when I went to Egypt, I, I was teaching, but I also worked at a spa 
So I still got to do my healing. And then I really took it to the next level and added the energy reading, energy awareness, and the psychic information that was coming. I really honed that while I was in Egypt. I had a, a lot of people that were very open to me speaking up and my experiences. Uh, and I got a lot of amazing confirmations and feedback. So I use my psychic mediumship mostly for healing. And then coming back to the States, I got into Reiki. And I am now a Reiki master teacher for, I want to say over 11 years, probably close to 12 now. And since, and I just love Reiki because again, it's the healing energy. I've since gone on to learn crystal Reiki, uh, Sekhmet, the Egyptian healing art of Reiki, animal Reiki. I mean, like you can, you can really use energy in all aspects of your life to heal every aspect of your life. Yeah. Now I wanted to, there was one question I want to ask you because you said you've been in Egypt for a while and this just kind of just popped into my head before you started honing this ability, you were in the Navy. So you spent time on the ships and, and overseas. Did any of this stuff, I mean, even if you were, you were never really, I guess, in war were you at, at any point but no but no being, i was gonna ask you, but being like in that zone so to speak did you get any kind of like into like intuitive feelings like from things that happened like or had happened around or been involved in you know since the 9-11 war on terror did, did any of this kind of like creep into your into your psyche before you really started to come back home and develop this? Yeah, um, it actually, yeah, that's an amazing question because even though it started in my childhood, like I said, it, I kind of ignored it, but it was always there. It was always creeping back up into my consciousness. Um, so when I, right out of high school, I joined the Navy, I actually didn't get to go on the ship, but I was shore duty in Virginia. So Virginia being on the East Coast, there are there is a lot of spirit and older civilization, you know, a lot of history on the East Coast. And yes, I I did I was picking up a lot of information from there. Um and actually my my nightmares kind of started to come back. <laughs> And I would, again, be waking up, but still seeing with my physical eyes, a lot of, a lot of things and occurrences. And you're, that's funny that you say that because yeah, it, it came back more stronger right at that time that I was in the, the Navy and in Virginia. Okay. Yeah. I was kind of, kind of curious because I didn't know that you weren't like shipbound and overseas, but like. Even in that area of this country, there's so much, there's been so much history of war and sea war, and not just starting with the Revolutionary War and, and, and the British, or even the Civil War up and down the East Coast. But I think of the piracy and all the number of like pirate ships that have been sunk off the coast of Carolina near Virginia. It just seems like there's that, that bad mojo just looming out there over that dark ocean, you know? And uh, you think of ghost ships and like, I, and here being at Halloween, it's like, I, that's the first thing I'm thinking. It's like all these creepy stories out in that neck of the woods that, and being a Navy gal, I mean, and, and intuitive and, you know, kind of, I was just curious if that, that creeped in somehow. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, even, even so I've been to a lot of places and absolutely, absolutely you feel the energy of the environment of your surroundings. So it does. And, and the thing is, if you're unconscious of your energy awareness, those energies are influencing you unconsciously. So it's so much better to be aware of it, be able to interpret it, be able to understand it. 
Um, because then you kind of, again, there's healthy boundaries with energy. You don't, you don't like become victim to it. You actually are able to have that healthy boundary, know who you are, where you end, where they begin. Okay. Yeah. So I, I guess, um, do you want to go ahead and maybe do the uh, second reading? Who is the second lucky person tonight that gets a free sure. reading? Sure. So this is uh, Darcy Douglas Redenauer, and she's from Wisconsin. All right. Well, thanks for doing this, Darcy. So Darcy. Do we know uh, anything about her? Uh, just no, I don't. She didn't ask me any questions. She just said she would volunteer for a reading. Okay. Um, and I've never met her in person in real life or anything, just, uh, asked for volunteers on social media and she volunteered. Right. <laughs> so, well, I hope it's a good one for you, Darcy. All right. So since Darcy did not, um, she didn't ask a specific question, I'm going to pull three cards. So it kind of, it can represent past, present, future. And it's just a general reading and we'll just see what comes up. So this is for Darcy. Let's see here. The first card is the three of swords. Second card is the knight of swords. <laughs> We're getting a swords theme today. Darcy, this is sounding dangerous. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. The last one, very good, is the Queen of Wands, which is interesting because both ladies tonight ended with a wand. The first one was the Knight of Wands, and now Darcy is ending with the Queen of Wands. And they're both beginning with swords. <laughs> I always pay attention to those details. I noticed the number three creep back into this one too. Yes, but the the other one came intuitionally. This one's actually on a card. Um, so yeah, we'll begin with that one. Representing the past is the three of swords that usually represents heartbreak, but it's like, I feel there's this emotional heartbreak with communications with like family members or people close to you, um, people that you care about. It's not like a, a relationship heartbreak, like uh, a marriage or loved one like that. I feel it's more just outside that realm. So like with very close friends or family, um, but not immediate family. So this would be like uh, cousins, aunts, uncles, you know, that kind of thing. I feel like there's been some traumatic events revolving around that, some conflicts, some things that were not able to get resolved. So maybe there's still uh, a lot of resentment emotions that haven't been forgiven I, I feel an emotion of like something needs to heal so it's something that it has not been forgiven or causing pain even to the present moment again this was the card representing your past but it's something that you're still bringing into the present moment that needs to be looked at and resolved for you to have an ultimate healing to move forward. So moving to the, the present card, then let's see what can happen or what, what you are doing to heal this um, is the Knight of Swords. So again, with swords, swords, uh, communication, thoughts, the Knight actually represents, I think, somebody that's very helpful, 
to this resolution, almost like a, a middleman, or I'm trying to think, there's a word I'm looking for, um, a mediator. There's someone in your family or a friend who's an amazing communicator that can help mediate the situation, or maybe you have someone in the, your life right now trying to mediate this past trauma. And maybe that's kind of what you don't want to look at. You're like, Oh, go away. Stop telling me that I may, I know I need to do this. Um, but this person is, is going to be, I feel an assistance. I feel a great help in doing this. And so maybe even if you don't want to hear what they have to say, or you're, uh, you know, not really wanting to listen in the, this moment, this person actually does have your best heart your interest at heart. And so maybe stay open to that communication that they have to offer you. You know who I'm talking about. There's somebody in your life. Um, so just keep an open mind. And then I see the last card with being the queen of wands. This is like feeling completely at peace. So this needs, this needs to happen. This resolution needs to happen for you to feel completely at peace, but you will resolve it. You will feel at peace because the queen of wands is like the ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate goddess. You're like, you're there, you're in your own state. And even in the card, she's playing the harp. She's in this beautiful forest, just completely at peace, completely in her element and completely um, in her highest potential and purpose. So that's a really good outlook. It's a really good resolution card um, saying that whatever this is that's in the way, it's it can be resolved and there will be a happy ending. I feel like it, and it's very, it's a lot sooner than you think. And it's just all really about having that peace. And I think letting go, it's a forgiven. I feel I'm feeling like resentment and, and something needs forgiven. And you know what? The only thing when we don't forgive, it's not that we're saying what they did was okay. It's just, realizing that you don't need to hold on to that energy and when you release it then it, the healing takes place within you and so it's like you you don't need to hurt yourself anymore so really have that self-love and let it go for you and it doesn't mean that you're saying what they did was okay or that you'll let it happen again you can forgive and not forget and I'm like feeling like I want to cry right now. I feel, I feel this heavy, this is heavy, very heavy on your heart. So I, I know that you will truly feel a deep healing when you are able to release that. And so I, I really hope that does heal. And that's what I love about doing what I do is when I can draw attention to this energy we all can really truly heal on a deeper level. You've, you've sort of made this, this whole gift like a lifestyle and um, you transitioned that over to social media. Um, now the page that you have on social media, what, what's it called and, and uh, how can people connect on there? So you, um, you can find me at www.janievonbunker.com <laughs> Um, or on Facebook, I have a Facebook group. It's um, at Spiritual Warriors. It is a wonderful community of like-minded people, a lot of support, inspirational quotes. I also do free live readings on that page. Yeah, I noticed it's a really active page too. So the, so the audience that's on there, it's not just an audience, it's a community and everybody just kind of comes and goes as they please on the end. So it's, so it's not like just somebody setting up a page and hoping they get likes on it. It's very exactly. interactive. Yes. It's, so it's not a, a business page. It's a group. It is a, a private group. Um, or I might've made it public now. 
Uh, so if you do have to request, just request an invite and I'll add you. I don't think I even ask any questions. Um, but it is, it is a really great community. And again, I give tons of content and offers and all of my discounts and early birth specials. It's like kind of my VIP community. I, I treat all of them first <laughs> before yeah. I offer. And, and you mentioned your website, uh, janeyvonbunker.com. One of the things I noticed is that you focus more on people like working on their inner health and peace which kind of brings about their overall health and peace. And you offer classes and people can find that on your website. And you mentioned earlier that you're a Reiki master. For those who don't know what Reiki is, just give us a, like a brief intro of that. Okay, so Reiki is a Japanese healing art. It's well known for, they call it the laying on of hands. Most people have heard that term. Um, but it was developed by a Buddhist monk, Dr. Asui. Uh, he's got the visions of it about 1865, but the first healing society wasn't established in Japan until 1922. So that's when Reiki really got its name. Um, and it truly is an energy that has like a, a God consciousness, a spirit consciousness, and you, as the Reiki practitioner, just kind of channel that healing energy with the intention um, that it, it does know where it needs to go. It does know what needs to be healed. We're not there to induce any specific intention of our own, but yet let the healing energy flow through to whoever needs it. And it's just... A, a very calming, relaxing, healing energy. Most people fall asleep during a healing session because <laughs> they just go into such yeah. a deep state of healing. Well, one of the things I noticed as I was reading a little bit about it was like, it, you know, it was, it actually caught on like more, I guess, popular in uh, California, I guess with the Bohemian crowd and, um, more and more became popular with the beat, the beat writers, the beat generation, as they call them, and um, that culture, which kind of transcended, I want to say, into the hippie culture before, like, some of that went off the rails. But there was some good things that came out of that culture, too. And, uh, you know, one of the things was you know, mental health and self-awareness and, and um, more of a holistic type of lifestyle, I guess, is what I'm looking for and not like a hippie lifestyle, but a holistic lifestyle. And I think that's kind of where Reiki has kind of come in today to be like more in, in that movement of folks who are like a uh, naturopathy or is it, does I say that properly? Naturopath yeah. and, uh, and alternative medicine. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's more about like, let's turn away from all the, uh, like the societal things that are damaging to us, like our processed foods and start looking more toward whole organic like grown at home kind of thing, more of a holistic type of lifestyle and, and, you know, being of sound mind and sound body, I think is that, does that kind of grab the philosophy oh, yeah. in a way? Okay. Yes. It's all about, yeah. Balancing that energy uh, and, and really in treating things, it's all about energy. So treating at an energetic level and absolutely our food our water our environment, it, all of that energy has an influence over us. So yeah, it's really, you know, there, been, conscious of that. there have been so many studies I said, talk to you an hour about, about just like music and noise and which noise are violent, which noises are soothing and how water and has changed, I guess, shape under a microscope. Cells have changed shape uh, and health based on the environment that's around, which I think is absolutely fascinating. Um, but I mean, there's a bunch of studies out there we can talk about, but now you're okay. actually, you, it's been you have- scientifically proven. I mean, at, science is really catching up and we're realizing that everything is, is affected by energy and quantum and atoms and, and how we, 
how that that's all around us and in us and can be affected, like you said, by sound. Yeah. I think just kind of like toss my two cents on, on that is like, I think the culture has caught up faster than science. Science may know it's there, but science is not making money off of it corporate wise. So, I mean, there's, there's no money in cures. There's money in treatments, you know, you know what I mean? So, um, so that's, I think the culture is understanding and, and believing this more than like medicine and science would, would kind of want to, to go on to, but um, so before we uh, kind of uh, come to an end here, you're actually teaching Reiki classes and people can come on to your website. Can they, can they schedule classes or how often are you doing these for, for uh, groups of people? Well, I started out doing them uh, kind of semi-annually or seasonally, but I'm actually going to be launching my course. It's going to be November. So very soon where it's going to be an automated course. You can join anytime. You can go to my website and enroll, register for the, the Ricky course. Mine's a really cool course because you don't have to have, um, say level one and two before you go to three or four. I actually created just a whole Reiki master's bundle. So it encompasses the Reiki one certification, Reiki two certification, Reiki three and master's combo. So if it's something you're really interested in, I would encourage you to join my group so you can really get more information about it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be something you can just purchase and register the course. And now with that, obviously it's an, a very personal healing energy technique. So I'm not just going to give you this written course and just say, have fun with it. No, you're going to be entered into, um, a private group where there's, again, a completely different community just for Reiki masters, where you have weekly classes. Um, so you're constantly learning demonstrations. So live demonstrations um, available for like questions and answers and communication. I mean, it's just amazing because even teachers nowadays that do the weekend workshops, it's hi, I see you in two days. Bye. You've got this. Enjoy, you know, and like, no, this is going to be ongoing. You are going to get such deep instructions and um, I'll be doing attunements through zoom live attunements uh, twice a month. So no matter when you enter the program, when you finish the program and you're ready for an attunement, you'll just schedule for the next scheduled attunement and just join that, that Zoom. Yeah. So I noticed that a lot of people, some of the people that do this, they had break it up in part one and then part two, and they charge you a fee for each one and then part three. And by bundling them all, just going through the entire thing, you can probably save a few bucks by going through yours. Oh, yeah. You're, you're the only person doing Reiki for kids. Yes, <laughs> I also offer Reiki for kids. Um, and I'm actually, I, I can't say any names now because I'm going to be partnering, partnering. Oh, I have already partnered with, but um, joining another amazing, talented mental health person who's developed like a, an, another kids program. I don't, I don't know if I can say names here, so I won't. But you will be able to find that on the website soon. Um, and I have seen there are like activities for kids to have an introduction to Reiki online. But no, yeah, nothing like a course for the whole family. And for those that hear your kids in the background, you can be, you can hear them a little bit here and there. Your kids are part of it. Like it's a big family thing. Your kids are like right in there being, they're interacting with mom. And, right. Uh, you're, you're like the demonstrations, like, hey, Reiki kids, unless I, I've taught Reiki kids, 
you know, you're like, hey, son, get over here. We're doing a demonstration. And one of them <laughs> will hop up on the table. So, no, but no, it's really great. So, yeah, I hope, uh, hope you get a lot of uh, uh, hits onto the website of people interested in this. It's janevonbunker.com. I'll put the link up on the Facebook page on the Gonzo Chronicles page. And um, you can, they can find you on Facebook as well as the Spiritual Healing. Um, what, what was the spiritual... Um, spiritual warriors warriors right so spiritual warriors i can look you up there too and uh yeah join that community it's kind of fun over there yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of interaction so that's that's really good i've had facebook pages and like try to get interaction and nobody talks you know <laughs> so it's like come on people well mine's How? fun mine's mine's fun <laughs> i i don't know what to do man maybe y'all put some video of me doing tai chi in my underwear out back i don't know there you some, go. i gotta get some people on here to laugh something yeah. but but jane i appreciate you coming on and doing this this has been fun and uh definitely let us know how things are, are going and we'll, we'll share that on the facebook page and if you have any other interviews out there just let us know and we'll we'll uh, post those links up for when you're when you're doing other podcasts or other shows and you're planning your own podcast right yes yeah. i now that that's probably in 2022 maybe january so a couple months okay. i would like to have uh, guided meditation podcast again healing from the inside healing the root cause not the symptoms goes along with the energy healing that i do now yeah so uh, if you're interested in anybody else that's heard the readings tonight interested in a reading they can contact you through your website i suppose and you know what i mean from what you said you're, you're there to help people not charge a lot of money so um it's uh it's very very affordable so but I appreciate Absolutely. you coming. Thanks for coming on, Jane. Thank you for having me. <laughs> all right. Thanks, all you gonzo freaks, for hanging around for another episode of this crazy podcast. I'll be back again soon with another. And until then, I'll see you down the road.